Welcome to Big G in Conversation, the podcast from inside Guelph City Hall. Hi, I'm Wendy King, and on today's show, we're talking with the folks from Strategy, Innovation, and Intergovernmental Services about measuring the city of Guelph's success and creating a performance and data-driven culture. Let's get started. Welcome. Joining me today is Jody Sales, General Manager, Strategy, Innovation, and Intergovernmental Services, and also Daniel Beamsing, Strategy and Performance Reporting Advisor. Thank you both for your time. Thanks so much for having us. Thanks, Wendy. So I guess to start, maybe just a bit of a definition. So uh, what is a strategic plan and what is its importance to the overall organization and to council? Well, our strategic plan is the guiding document for our organization. It lists our strategic priority areas, the actions we'll take to support them, and how we're going to measure our success against our goals. Um, I like to think of it as our North Star. It's some clarity, really, on where we're going and how we're going to get there. I love that as your North Star, because I can just imagine there's a million moving parts, but you have to keep your eyes kind of centered on the overall plan, right? Absolutely. And I think our CAO would tell you over the last few years, certainly lots of unprecedented challenges for the municipality and uh, and our strategic plan has helped us stay focused on our key goals while managing the impacts of the pandemic on the community. And, uh, and for council, I think they're able to see their goals and the goals of the community reflected in the actions and the work coming out of City Hall every single day. What would you say uh, is the impact of getting the first progress report done? I mean, a huge breath of relief for Daniel and I, for sure. But go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, so uh, as Jody said, it was a huge uh, sigh of relief for us because the progress report is a great first cut of data. We got a whole bunch of departments working together behind the scenes to show how we as a city are doing based on the goals that we've set for ourselves in 2019. It really was a, a great way to break down silos throughout the organization and have us all work together um, to evaluate our progress. Council reaction was very positive. We took it last week um, and it June 29th. There were relatively few questions, but as always with these things, once you present data, there's always a request for more data. And it just show, it just goes to show that this is what's, what's required to make meaningful decisions for the community in Guelph. Um, and the public response has been very good as well um, in terms of impact. Uh, our web team has sent me some stats, and as of June 29th, there have been over 200 unique page views and almost 10,000 people who have seen the link through Twitter or Facebook. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so what what would you say has been done to get the plan kind of off the page and into people's lives? So from the beginning, we really thought of the strategic plan as a collaborative exercise with all of our partners, including the community. And our strategic plan is informed by the community plan. So Guelph's a community with a 25-year overarching longer-term vision of the goals it wants to achieve. And the strategic plan is the city's piece of that. From a staff perspective, we're working hard in the organization to make sure that everyone can see themselves in the plan and the work that they do every single day. And um, and so for new joiners to the organization, we're, uh, we're talking about the strategic plan from day one. So then in the very early days of their job, they can think about how they can make impact on our strategic plan, but also where they fit. I, I thought it was fascinating uh, in the notes that you sent uh, that there was something called, I think it's called a one pager that goes out to everybody, whether they're a new staff or, or whatever. Tell me a little bit about that. 
it's actually become a bit of our, a contest on some of our WebEx meetings where people hold them up, but uh, we have a great little one pager that shows sort of all of the key strategic priority areas and some of the main actions and measures. And so if you're in a meeting and you're talking about something and you're trying to figure out where it fits in the organization, we have this really cool quick reference for folks. It also helps us start our presentations to the community and to our stakeholders, really kind of place setting for everybody how this fits into where we're trying to go as an organization. Of course, our strategic plan is called Guelph Future Ready. And so for us, this is all about getting ready for what's to come. It's a great idea because I think a lot of us in our day-to-day -day jobs, you get kind of, you're so focused on what you're doing, but you guys are saying, no, there's a big picture and it's all got to fit together. So I, you know, I know you're always moving forward and modernizing and obviously none of that changes overnight. So, uh, and you had mentioned that you have a, a long-term uh, time frame, but uh, do you have timelines as we go along as well? For sure. So uh, we have a progress report, but it's not an annual report. And so as our council and our public get more used to seeing data from us, we'll see more regular reporting. So more than just annual progress reporting on our strategic plan. The strategic plan does kind of span this life or this term of council. Um, so there's, there, there's a four-year window there to accomplish it and evaluate it and then build on it in our next strategic plan. And, you know, of course, some of the goals in the plan are really long-term and very ambitious, like the city's commitment to carbon neutral by 2050. And so we have some interim targets and, uh, and sort of a longer-term goal that we're trying to achieve, which is compatible with our community plan goals as well. And as you were kind of alluded to earlier, I mean, some things just put a monkey wrench into everything. You can have all kinds of great plans, but then COVID comes along. So how do you, like, you know, maneuver that? Well, I mean, there are things we had to pause and there are things that we accelerated. For example, the desire to have um, more digital service offerings for folks through COVID really expanded. And so our customer service team certainly transformed some of their service delivery and that was probably accelerated because of COVID. And there were other things that we would normally do in person with folks that we had to put a pause on. And uh, and so those things have slowed down. Part of what we learned from our progress report is maybe where uh, where we need to ramp back up as you know public health allows us to. Um, but I think the timing of right now as an opportunity to check in is really good as sort of the world starts to open up around us and uh, and we have a good sense of where we've accelerated and where maybe we need to continue to invest. And of course, all of this is tied to the city's multi-year budget, which I know you guys have talked about on this podcast before. And we have this analogy where the budget is the gas pedal for all of the things that we want to achieve. And uh, and so I think you can sort of see how all these things knit so nicely together. What, uh, what do you think comes next uh, in your future ready plan? Well, our key performance indicators right now are at the highest strategic level. There are 19 of them. And uh, as council and the public get used to seeing this kind of data from us, they're really interested in the departmental level and some of our service area data. So you'll see us dig in for the rest of this year with our departments on sort of their services and operations and how we can measure those and report on them and refine them as we learn. So that's the next phase of work for us. And uh, we're pretty excited about it. So you just did your one presentation you were mentioning. So there's another presentation, obviously, to come. And I think we think that departmental and service level data 
is something we may use behind the scenes for a while. Um, you know, the cogs in the machine that just keep the operation going. And so they may be less public facing uh, than our strategic plan data, which of course, you know, is all the things that we've committed to to get to our, our public goals. But operationally, I think we know that there's some, there's a real opportunity for us to dig into data and improve our service delivery. And that'll be the next phase of our work. It always amazes me because uh, I think you said you, you look at a 25 year plan and I'm like, I don't know how anybody plans for next week, let alone 25 years. That's got to be a special, you have a special technique for that, I guess. Well, the community plan has some bigger goals, but certainly we're even refining those as we go. So, and including with our strategic plan, there's a real refocus on being an being an equitable community and being equitable in our service delivery. And so we've been agile to add those sorts of things into both our strategic plan and right now having conversations with the community about how we can be a community that sets the goal for the elimination of systemic racism in Guelph. So we do have big, large, lofty goals that sort of reflect the climate and the times we're in. And I think we're proud of our ability to adapt and not just have a plan that's carved in stone that we never look at or adjust. Yeah, we had a really, I thought, interesting podcast uh, with your uh, anti-racism group. It was just really fascinating and so proactive. And, and you know, as, you know, as the news happens and you're not maybe expecting it, the things like residential schools and all of that, there, there's a part for the city to play, obviously. Yeah, and, you know, like every municipality, we're figuring this out and we're working with our community. We like to do it in a community-led, city-supported kind of way. Um, but the fact that we're starting to see equitable service delivery reflected in our strategic plan and looking for new ways to measure and evaluate that and really make sure that we're being true to the goals that we set is something we're pretty proud of. And so do you do, uh, like, how do you do that departmentally? Do you go department by department to determine what their views should be? Or, I mean, maybe they are inputting to you. Maybe that's how it goes. Yeah, I think all of the folks who deliver service every day at the city want to do it in the best way we can for our community. And so I think this has been a real opportunity for people to pause and think about their individual services and the people that they're interacting with and how we're doing it and listen to our customers and our residents about the experiences they're having and uh, and adapt accordingly. So, Daniel, I meant to ask, too, um, what exactly, if you can describe it for me, is data driven culture? So a data-driven culture is, is where we figure out how we're doing based on numbers. Of course, numbers aren't the only thing. You can't have numbers without a narrative, and you can't have narrative without numbers. Um, I know it sounds like cliches, but it really is a great way for people to get a complete holistic look at how they're doing and how we're doing. Um, discussions about KPIs, uh, performance indicators, metrics, and data can be intimidating, but at the City of Guelph, we're trying to make sure that it's not scary. It's not a four-letter word. It's something that we should be proud of. Um, if we need to focus on things, then we can focus on it. Uh, there's no blame and shame. It's all about one city, and we support each other when it comes to corporate performance. Um, our, our One of our main focuses is building performance measurement into the work processes so we can deploy the right resources and support our staff effectively. Um, as you were mentioned, that's part of the 25-year planning where we can figure out what do we need to do, how do we need to do it, and how do we get there? It's right. interesting because we learned through COVID uh, how we can do things different. I don't think many of us would have figured out some of the ways that people have determined <laughs> that, that we can do it and, it, and it works. And in some cases, we might not go back to the old ways. 
Yeah, definitely. It's it's been a, a major shift. And for me personally, I joined in the middle of the pandemic. So this has been a, a huge learning curve and a huge learning experience. I still haven't met some people on my team in person, but I've been able to work effectively with them, helping them with KPIs and measurements and other things um, just because of the new ways we've learned to work. And it's it's been quite amazing. It is amazing. Um, what's KPI again? Sorry, a KPI is a key performance indicator. I shouldn't use so much lingo. <laughs> well, no, you guys are used to it, you know. I just yeah. thought, well, maybe there's somebody else out there that, that doesn't know what that means either. So uh, so you mean data-driven, like in, um, for instance, social media? So numbers on how, how you're engaging with that, is that one thing? So that, that could be one thing. That could be how we view how um, our communications are doing, how people in the community are seeing and hearing about what the city of Guelph is doing. Other things could be things such as um, how we utilize our budget, how we utilize our staff, um, how we're progressing against some some big capital projects, but th those are really more public facing. In internally, we probably would look at our processes to see if there's things we can improve. How long does it take for us to pick up the phone when someone calls? Or how how often do they have to come back to us for, for a specific task? So these kind of things can all be measured um, and it's, it's just a matter of setting it up um, so that you can use it effectively when you're making these decisions. Oh, I think people would be thrilled to know that you're monitoring that kind of thing. <laughs> that's that's amazing. I wish other places would do that as well. So um, we have something that we call the rapid fire, but you don't have to be that rapid about it. But let me just <laughs> pose you a three questions. Um, what impact do you think that all the initiatives that you both have mentioned uh, have on the city budget? So I think our goal is that the performance measures and the understanding we have of how we're getting towards our goals becomes part of what informs budget investments. So if we know that there's somewhere that needs a bit more of an investment to get to green, we want to be able to present that information to council. Or if we know that there's something that's going really well and a little bit more of an investment can tip it over the top, we'll be able to use the data and the insights that we have from our strategic plan performance reporting to be able to highlight some opportunities for the organization. And Daniel? Yeah, just, just as Jody said, um, reporting really becomes an input to budget. And once you have your budget, that's kind of your planning stage. Um, that's kind of your planning stage. So you first you plan, you budget, you report back, and you adjust, and you continue that cycle. Right, that makes sense. Um, and how do each of your initiatives benefit the community, would you say? So definitely this is an increase in transparency. We hope to that this trans translates to increased trust in local government. Uh, the community the community will be able to see how their tax dollars are being used. They'll be able to see what the organization and what council views as priorities, and they can have their say on that as they delegate and come to council. Um, they can also see how we're moving the needle forward on each of the projects and initiatives that are identified in the strategic plan and through the progress report website. So they'll be able to hold us accountable when we don't meet the expectations that we set for ourselves. Jody? 
I mean, I think Daniel got it perfectly for our council. This is transparency to them and then from them to the public and uh, in public sector, nothing's more important than being transparent and accountable about where dollars are being spent and what they're achieving. So this is a great leap forward for us. I think it's amazing, too, for people who, you know, everybody has kind of their special uh, interest group that they're kind of watching, I'm sure. Like they want maybe somebody's really interested in your transit plans or, mm-hmm. or you know, your trail plans. So you can almost compartmentalize it in a way. Absolutely. And then I always think there's the 90% that are busy chasing their kids around and don't have time to engage with their local government. And so this is a really wonderful snapshot. If somebody wants to pop in and better understand, you know, what's the city up to? This is a great place to see what our priorities are, see how we're achieving them and, uh, and understand what our focus areas are. I remember when we started, the podcast was new and another way to get the the message out, right? So that that was the different way. And then I believe you were having, um, well, you did all the live the live streaming and all of that. That probably wasn't new, but but got more people engaged. I'm assuming. For sure. And all of these things, including social media and all of the other communications tactics we've talked about are part of our communications master plan that uh, is just being finalized now. It will have some really measurable deliverables and then ultimately we'll be able to understand, does the podcast audience, you know, are they getting really good value out of the time that we're all investing in making it? And uh, is it increasing their understanding of local government and, and our goals here at the city and all of those things? So I think, uh, I think everything is being done with purpose, um, and that's a really productive feeling for folks who work on these things all day. For sure. Um, and what one word would you use to describe uh, why the city wants to move forward with these initiatives? So, I mean, we've said it a lot, but I think progress is the word that we use. Um, this is a way for us to get better and to move forward. Uh, as an organization. We want to be future ready. That's what we've called our strategic plan. Um, and this this will help us get there for sure. Jody, do you have a, a special word? Maybe it's ambitious. Uh, this kind of transparency and just uncomfortable exposure of how it's going and what we want to achieve is ambitious for us and for all local governments, I think, but uh, we hope that we can be a trendsetter in, uh, in being bold and being brave and, uh, and being really transparent. That's amazing. I think transparency, boy, I mean, from everything we see in the world, isn't that, that is a huge word right now and, and we'll be going forward. So for sure. Well, my thanks to, uh, to Jody and Daniel for some really great information. Uh, it's obvious there is tremendous teamwork going on across all of your departments. So thank you so much for all your hard work. Thank you, Wendy. Thanks so much. I'm Wendy King with the City of Guelph's Big G in Conversation podcast. Thanks for joining me. If you have ideas for a show or comments, you can email biggpodcast at guelph.ca. Until next time, take care and let's keep the conversation going.